This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Last day, last call for this year, amen, 2017 has been spent, so we're at the place of the end, but right on the prefaces of a new beginning. Um, I want to mention this, uh, it bears mentioning, Um, and I know that I walked into Walmart the other day and I know that I cut cross grain of black-eyed peas and turnip greens and all of that. But I really, you know, not to super spiritualize things or, you know, in the past we have given deference to that being a wonderful tradition. But I really felt like the Lord said, you know, uh, this year I really would like to be first before black-eyed peas and before cornbread and all that other kind of stuff that right out of the gate. Uh, that uh, you dedicate the very first day from to me, and um, and so we call the fast. You know, we do this every year. We call a fast, and if God is calling uh, you, we invite you to join in on January the first through January twenty first. Invite you to come along, but only if you want to. I want to make this very clear: it's not uh, a have to. The secret to all of our success is just simply do what Jesus is telling you to do. Amen. Uh, I want to give an instruction today uh, so that uh, the Bible says that the word of God is profitable for instruction. So today uh, we're we're going to look at some words uh, that we would call prophetic words. Now, my disclaimer is this. I'm not, uh, as far as I know, a prophet. But I am. A, I have heard from the prophet. And I believe these words are profitable uh, to us and for us. So, um, let me get over here to where we're going. I want to look at Second Chronicles 20th uh, chapter. Well, Bruce, you would think after some three decades you'd know where Chronicles is, but apparently I had to look around a little while uh, here. So don't feel bad if you're just beginning or in the middle of uh, your walk with the Lord sometimes. Uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't learn in Sunday school uh, all the books of the Bible in sequence. I wish I had. Man, there's a lot that uh, we're handicapped in. If, uh, but there's a lot we're advantaged in in training our children in the way that they should go. Amen. That might be a silly, th- a silly thing, but it help you get there quicker. I'm all for getting there quicker. How about you? Second Chronicles uh, 20th chapter. And we want to... Um, Look at the 20th verse. And this was, uh, this was, uh, uh, this really is a, is a principle. It's how we, 
It's how we receive uh, a, and profit from an instruction that is in the context of a prophetic word. A, a word that is spoken prophetically. In other words, uh, God is, is taking instruction and pointing to the future uh, for us and declaring some things. And, uh, but this is how it's received. How many of you know it's, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter whether it's baseball or, you know, uh, sports, in life, all kind of things. The position that you take is important for, for, you know, getting in the right position so that you can receive uh, what's being offered. Amen. What's coming at you. Now, it says this, listen to what I have to say. Believe firmly in God, your God, and your lives will be firm. One translation says secure. Believe in your prophets and you'll come out on top. One translation says and you'll prosper and you'll prosper. So this is a prophetic word uh, that is given as an instruction. And if we'll, if we'll believe it, now believing is what? Is making a decision that's true? I believe it's God. I believe it's true. Uh, and I accept that. I receive that. Now here's how we need to receive though from God. Uh, how we work with a working word. And I want to encourage you, you know, I, I told... Now, I have purposed this, all right? You know, uh, you know, God hold me to it because I have a natural tendency, but I, I have, I'm not refilling. Um, turn over to Joshua while I'm talking here. Uh, I am not going to refill my bottle of Correctol for 2000 and um, for 2018. You know, I've been there and done that. Sometimes it helps. Most times it doesn't. I'm not going to yell. I'm not going to plead and beg. I'm going to pray. I'm going to preach the word and teach the word. Uh, and I'm going to leave the results uh, with, with God. Amen. Uh, you and I are both free to choose what we do or what we don't do uh, with the word. But it will profit us if we mix it with faith. Now, Pastor Sandy apparently did, did fill the prescription. Uh, because we still need to be corrected, and that was an, was a a if you can, you know if you can. The Bible says that the word is profitable for instruction, correction, even a reproof and a rebuke if necessary to bring us to the place uh, where uh, our lives need to be, uh, so that uh, so that God is glorified. Amen. Uh, and we can have people for our lives for Him. Uh, so I hope you take that to, uh, I hope you'll take that to heart. Uh, there, for our part, we are purposed uh, for ourselves and then for you. Uh, we'll just share out of the measure that we're receiving. Um, uh, but at, it is our heart to bring a more and a better measure of God. Amen. For ourselves, but also for you. Now, a prophetic word is not automatic. Just because God says it doesn't mean it happens. It has to be believed and received. Now, how do we, how do we work with the word? Because God's words are what he's going to work with. It, it, you know, it, it, sometimes we wonder, well, where's God? Well, where's the word? Because that's where God is. That's what he's working with. That's all the Holy Ghost has. 
to work with his word. He hovers over you in my life, over the chaos and the confusion, waiting for the word. And when the word comes, he goes to work. There you'll find God. Amen. So if, there's a, if, we're not, if we're not present with the word, God ain't got much to work with. He doesn't respond to begging. I've tried. Please, God, please, please, please. That's not faith. He responds to believing. He expects us to believe his word. And we're grown enough where, you know, uh, even a baby will nuzzle a breast. Cry when it's hungry and instinctively knows to nuzzle a breast. Even a baby. All right. Uh, but it's not automatic. Joshua 1, 8, 9 tells us how to receive it. It says, I'm just going to read this out of the message. I just want you to listen. It says, make sure you carry out. Uh, wait a second. Let me back up. It says, give it everything you have, heart and soul. Make sure you carry out the revelation that Moses commands you, every bit of it. Don't go off track, either left or right, so as to make sure you get to where you're going. And don't for a minute let this book of the Revelation be out of mind. Ponder and meditate on it day and night, making sure you practice everything written in it. Then you'll get where you're going. Then you'll succeed. Haven't I commanded you strength, courage, don't be timid, don't get discouraged. God, your God is with you every step you take. Um, there's a whole lot more spoken on our part. You do this, you this, you this, you this, and God will. Okay, uh, the blessing, of, the love of God is unconditional. The blessing of God is conditional, has conditions to it. Okay, so for the word to work, we must work with the word. Uh, let me break this down simply. It says, give it thought. It is to be given thought. It's to be studied uh, with our heart, our mind, our soul. Um, we're encouraged not to just hear it, but to do it. The decision to practice it, um, and uh, and to we are to we are to give thought over it. We are to give study to, over it. We're to pray into it, pray it out in pray over it, pray into it, and pray it out in a practical application to our own life. Then the Bible promises will succeed. Now these are two uh, scripture references, witnesses, if you will, from the Old Testament. Let me give you two from the New Testament. Turn with me over to James, and while you're going there, I'm going to uh, quote to you something out of Matthew, uh, that if you've been around on Wednesday nights, uh, you know this is, a, this is a, a one of the uh, foundational scriptures uh, that we use concerning faith. Uh, um, it's, Jesus said this, it says, and he said, everybody say, he said. he said. So this is not just what Brother Bruce is saying, this is what he said. He said unto them. Is it just them or is it them's us? Us them's. Amen. He said, he said unto them, be careful what you are hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue, wisdom, and power. And revealed knowledge that comes back to you and more besides will be given to you who hear. James 1 and verse number 22, and I'm going to read that, excuse me, out of the Amplified Bible. I just quoted you out of the Amplified. Hold on real quick. 
It's important to set this up properly. Are you, are you okay? Because we're going to get right into, and once we start, I need to move uh, quickly where that's concerned because of time. Uh, James uh, 122, it says, But be doers of the word, obey the message, and not merely listeners to it, betraying ourselves into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. Now, now here's, here's a religious thing that we have been preconditioned with. This is the religious soup that you have to crawl out of. All right. Um, there's, there's a, we've been trained that you don't, we don't, we can't know what God wants from us or what God is doing. And therefore, because we can't know, we don't have to know. Because if we don't know, then we're not responsible at all for it. We connect the dots here. But the absolute truth is, the Bible says in another place, it says, be filled with the knowledge of His will. Well, if you cannot just have a notion of it, honey, but be filled with the knowledge of His will, why would God tell us if we could be filled with it, then, uh, you know, uh, we can absolutely know. The Bible says, well, now, hold on just a second there, brother. I'm going to quote you some scripture now. You know, you notice that the devil quoted scripture to Jesus. And I'm going to quote you some scripture. I has not seen and ear heard the things that God has prepared for them what love Him. Lord, no, I love Him. I have a lot of silent prayer requests. I tell Him every once in a while, Christmas and Easter, most times. <laughs> at least biannually. Every other year, at least, I do appear. Lord, no, I love Him. Now listen now. The Bible... Don't stop reading because you take it out of context. It says, it says I has not heard, uh, ear has not heard, eye has not seen what the Lord has prepared for those that love Him, but, his, but He has revealed them to us by His Spirit. Anyhow. All right. But be doers of the Word. For if, listen... It's that we betray ourselves into deception by reasoning contrary to the truth. For if anyone only listens to the word without obeying it and being a doer of it, he is like a man who looks carefully in his own natural, at his own natural face in the mirror, for he thoughtfully observes himself and then goes off and promptly forgets what he looks like. I hear it, and having heard, then I presume upon God and assume upon myself that that's all that's required. God says, no. You got to do it. You got to look at it, and then you got to look like it in your actual life. Anyhow, all right. That's for all of us. That's not just for preachers. Well, we thank God our our preacher prays. I know he spends time in the Word. You know why do we do? Listen, I do that. I have to do that for me. Amen. One of the heavy burdens that's been lifted off of me is the care of carrying the church. I didn't realize I was again. I've done that before. And mom tell you what now, praise the Lord. Uh, Isaiah the 58th chapter, it, one of the things that fasting and praying will do is lift the heavy burdens. Amen. Yon, yon. You can walk. You can do it. If you will, you can do it. Amen. You're on your own choices. Hallelujah. 
Joe said it this way. She said, I want, uh, <laughs> careful what you want. I want to live out of my giving. Well, you will. You are. It'll be more real this next year than ever before. What you do with seed. First, the ultimate seed of the word of God. is what will produce in your life. Or not. Praise God. All right. Uh, I know this is strong, but I got a strong word for you. See, only strong words strengthen people. Why you want to go somewhere? You know, we went and uh, uh, I had some, some soup yesterday. It had uh, two mushrooms floating around in it. It was brown broth, had two mushrooms floating around in it, and a couple of little squiggly things. Man, they tasted good, whatever they were. And I mean the tiniest little scallions you ever saw. And I had two bowls of it, and I told Sam we got home, I said, Lord, have mercy, I got to have something else besides that. <laughs> You go and find it, you might need a little bit more substance than yeah. just what you've been ordering or the milk that you've been drinking in 2018. <clears throat> if Now listen, and this is finishes. It says, but he who looks carefully into, remember how Jesus said, be careful what you're hearing? Be careful to look into the faultless law, the law of liberty, and is faithful to it. Everybody say faithful to it. Faithful to it. Let me, let me say something. Before you get more, you've got to start being faithful with what God has already said, the basics and the fundamental. It is a fundamental fault, unfaithfulness in the kingdom. Don't build your life on a fault line that you know is a fault line because an earthquake will shake everything down. It's a fundamental fault, this unfaithfulness business. It is required first of a steward to be found faithful. Is God looking? God sees. God's looking. What's he looking for? Faithfulness. Amen. Alright. Run from unfaithfulness. There are times I drag myself around because I just absolutely will not be unfaithful. All right, why is that? Well, it goes in this. Uh, it, persevere in looking into it, being not a heedless listener who forgets, but an active doer who obeys. I am an act. Say this when we say, I am, am. purpose to be purpose. an active doer who obeys. Now, here's what the reward of that requirement is. He shall be blessed in his doing, his life of obedience. It's the obedient life that will be blessed. All right, let's look at some things. Are you ready now? Properly prepared? I believe it. Um, one more final significant note here. Uh, this is seed. It's just seeds. What I'm going to share with you today is just seeds. It must be planted and find good soil of hearts that are willing and obedient in order to produce. The rhetoric without results will be shown for what it is. This next year. It shall be seen in 2018. That's an overarching, overriding Word from God, it shall be seen in 2018. What? 
Well, whatever it is. With God, you know, uh, it's what we do with what he gives us. It's the life that we live. It's our response to him. It's how we use our time. It's what we, what we do with what he's given us, where our talents and all that is concerned. It has many different dimensions, as big as you're in my life. But it shall be seen. Amen. What God's doing and what we're doing. And thank God what the devil's doing. Are you listening? You need, we need to know all of those things. Yeah. Now, uh, is, this is, these are eight significant seeds, but they're only seed. They've got to find uh, soil in uh, the good soil of hearts that will be willing and obedient, have to be cultivated and cared for, prayed over, practiced over time, over this whole year, over and over and over again in order to reap the harvest of these things. Is that understood? Yeah. All right. You know, the Bible says that God gives us shepherds after our own heart. And the mark of a shepherd after his own heart is there's a constant encouragement of feeding from the word of God with both not just knowledge, but also bringing some understanding. The purpose that we're supposed to understand. Know what God wants and requires of us uh, and understand what, what, what we are to do, how we're to participate. Uh, we're going to do communion just a little while. Did you know that communion in its, in, its, in its most simplest but greatest form is simply partnership? We're going to partner with God. What a novel idea. Let's partner with God this year. Amen? God is my partner, and I'm God's partner. I can count on God. I know I can, Pastor. Can God count on you? All right. Number one, eight thunders of 2018. I'm going to go real quick through here. Number one, kingdom order. Twelfth year of life and ministry here for Pastor Sandy and I here at AC. We encourage you, follow us as we follow the Lord. We're, in, we're, we're looking for people that want to be disciplined, uh, trainable, that want to be discipled. And we're, we're going to set an example, but also a standard and say, you've got to follow us as we follow the Lord. Amen. There, listen, let me tell you something. The untrainable are not going to be here. You fall too far behind. If you can be distracted, off you go. You've got to have a focus, a focused life to follow us as we follow the Lord. Amen. You know, it's possible there's folks that are sitting here today that a long time ago you, you just shut me off, tuned me out. That's fine. You know, for my part, I'm not being mean. I'm just saying for my part, I'm going to keep putting it out there. You can tune back in anytime you want to. I pray that you will. But, you know, it will be seen this year, you know, whether you got the message or not. Sandy's constantly coming in my office and saying stuff. This morning she said something. I'm writing, you know, one of these important notes. I'm getting ready for a message. And I said, what would you say? I didn't hear a thing. She goes, I know you didn't hear a thing you said. I said, I said, Sam, I said, I know, but I was, I was doing something that was important here, you know. I didn't mean to tune you out, but I was tuned in to God. And I needed, you know, well, brother, that's just it, see. You know, uh, I'm not so sure that you're, uh, that you're a good voice for God. Then why, are you, Lord, find somebody that you can believe is a man of God that's hearing from God for your life. Don't waste another moment with a fool like me. My goodness sakes, find somewhere where you can be discipled and come under a discipline 
and bring an accountability to the thing, are you listening, where they won't let you get by with just talking it, but you've got to walk it too. Amen. Hmm? That want results for your life. They're not satisfied with just rhetoric anymore. Oh, Pastor, I know it, I know it. No, 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 no. No, see, you know, I, you know I'm going to tell you what, there's a whole lot of stuff that I have thought I have known, and then after Job and me got together, I realized, no, I didn't know it at all, but now I do. Thank God some of that stuff only has a year's process, but welcome to anyway. I shall establish kingdom order over you and over you all, says God. Under the thunder of this, it will be a transitioning year to, uh, it'll be, this, this will be a reoccurring theme all year long. From, hearing only, from and to. Transition from to. From here to there. From surviving to thriving. From listening only to doing. Amen. From where you are to where God wants you to be. Amen. Good stuff. From the notion to the motion. Glory to God. Next thunder. Number two. Live the love. We'll be under the thunder of encounters and experiences with the more and the better expressions of God's love. Particular emphasis for us. Let's live to live in his presence and live out of his voice. Ephesians, let our lives lovingly express the truth, the true love that God has for us, but also the true love that we have for Him and for one another and for the world in all things. We're going to continue to pray the Ephesians 3 and 14 prayer. Number three, peace, a new, more, and better measure will come. But under this thunder, peace through strength, it'll be the result of clearing the clutter the chaos and the confusion of the disorder and that which is out of order. It'll be from the elimination, from the stress, from the mess. That's worth writing down. And the strain with the brain. Trying to figure out everything. A peace that's resulting from nothing missing, no thing broken, no thing out of place, no thing out of grace, and no thing out of order. Now, didn't, if, you, if, you, if, you're, if you're quick, amen, one thing that fasting and prayer does for us is it quickens. We get quicker to spiritual things. We'll hear things. Our ears will be more sensitive. Did you hear Pastor Sandy? I mean, strongly the Spirit of God to her said, this missing out of the pieces to the puzzle of your life. So willing to do without it and then wonder why we don't have peace. There's more being offered, but we can settle for much less. Number three. Number four. Eight thunders of 2018. Number four. Using all measure. All you will believe you can receive. But here's the caveat. All you do believe you will receive. We're under the thunder. All things are possible to him that believes because God has it all planned out. I believe there's all new for you and for I in 2018. More mores and better betters than ever before. No limits on God. That's the measure. And you're worth it all to me. That's the way the Lord looks at it. Amen. And there is all. He wants you to have all that he has uh, for you in 2018. Number five. Out 
outpourings, overflowings, and overcomings. Under the thunder of this, there will be overtakings. All these blessings shall overtake you. Taking over, taking back, and taking territory. Now remember, the, the, the if that's in there, he said, you, if you will live listening and obeying what you hear, he goes, I'll make sure that all of these things overtake you. Outpourings, overflowings, and overcomings that are under the thunder of overtaking. Amen. Recover, refresh, restore, and restructure your life and your fortunes, spirituals, and naturals. These, this uh, uh, 2018 is the beginning of seven fat years. Prospering years. Amen. There's the prosperity that the wise use wisely and there's the prosperity and both get prosperity. There's the prosperity that fools use to destroy their own selves with. We get to choose whether we're wise or whether we're foolish. But God gets to choose. It's going to be a prosperous time. It's going to be a prosperous time. Praise God. Agree with God. All right. Listen, overwhelming love, overtaking love, outpourings, overflowings, and overcomings by God's overwhelming love, overtaking us. Number six, expandings and enlargings. Again, you know, saying I don't compare notes in this. Did you hear the Spirit of God? Second witness today. Expandings and enlargements. We're under the thunder of expect expansions. Moving of the markers. Amen. I'll, I'll expand more on that as we go uh, through the year. But expect expansions. A moving of the marker. <clears throat> Amen. Expect this expansion. More better days. Uh, full of better betters. Overflowings and outpourings. Upgrades. Everything upgraded and expanded. Number seven. It shall be seen in 2018. We're under the thunder of the showings of the tellings. Now God said this, let there be light, and there it was. It being what God said. So it would qualify under this, the receivings of the believings, the reapings of the sowings, the inheriting of the promises, the manifestations and demonstrations of heaven on earth. We're, 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 we are, the instructions for our prayer life is to, see you have to pray it in. It has to be, it has to be prayed in. What? The kingdom. His will that is in heaven is to be prayed in to the earth. Because he said, Jesus said this, as it is in heaven, it's to be in the earth. In the earth. In you. In your experience. In your situation. It. Whatever you, whatever he shows you in the invisible realm, we... we we pray it into the visible realm. Well, I did pray. Now I lay me down to sleep. Pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, 
Why didn't you do it today, God? If you don't do something by tomorrow, I give up. We might want to be trained in a little different measure of how to pray. Men ought always to pray and never give up. Always to pray. Well, there's a commitment for you. When four o'clock in the morning rolls around and it's raining and you know ain't nobody else going to be there. But we ought to always pray. Well, I don't feel good and you're going to keep not feeling. Till you do what's right. Amen. Well, I'm to this, to that, to the other. And you're going to keep that. Until you do what God says to do. Can't just hear it. Well, I didn't hear anybody say it. You know, If I invite you to pray, Jesus has invited you to pray. Now, I'm not going to invite you if you're not capable of doing that. See, now you may not be able to come to this building, but if you can and you don't, you deal with that. There's something about moving physically. Amen. There's something about faith that can be seen in an obedience. Are you listening? But, but I'm going to tell you, you can, these are living, working words that you can pray where you are. Amen. Isn't that right? And should. Well, now, wait a minute. I just told you. No, it, the Bible says either you or Jesus is a lion. Take back your bottle of correct, oh, Miss Cindy. I, I'm, I'm feeling that you're trying to slip it over here. I mean, now, either, either somebody's lying, and I know it ain't God. Jesus said men ought always to pray. Ought, one translation says should. Should. Praise the Lord. Amen. <laughs> I'm not going to, Lord, I just can't dig down any further into that. Amen. God give you freedom of time and you just do whatever you want to with it. Y'all serve God with it. Y'all serve God first with it. God ought to be the priority. You tell me what else, you know, getting a biscuit is more important than prayer. Reading your papers is more important than prayer. Laying up in your bed is more important than prayer. Doing this or doing that is more important than prayer. You're not going to have no power. Amen. Are you listening? You know, you think God's serious about stuff like that? I don't know. Maybe just for me. I don't know. You know, I guess it depends on what measure we bring to what we hear. Amen. Are you, are you hearing? Well, I keep feeling this nudge towards the retired crew. Well, I'm of a different spirit, I reckon. At 80, I'm going to accept the biggest, strongest, biggest mountain assignment of my life at 80. I found a man in the Bible that was worthy of that kind of example. Had to wait till he's 80. But boy, when the time came, he stepped up and he said, I'm not less, I'm more than I've ever been. Praise the Lord. All right, are you ready? 
we'll see the Father's heart by the Father's hand. And God will see our faith. Everybody gets to see. Amen. Eight thunders of 2018. You ready for the last one? These are strong, aren't they? Going to be a strong year. Going to be a strong year. Poke your neighbor and say, you want to hang around with strong folk. You want to have some strong meat. When the devil comes, you want to be stronger than him. You want to be stronger than anything. Hallelujah. Amen. I've looked at the pitiful people. Ain't worth following. Ain't worth following. Ain't worth looking too long at. They'll dishearten, discourage you. Amen. I'm going down to the restaurant. If all they're serving is old Blue John and, and Cornmeal Mush, honey, I ain't interested. Give me the folks that got prime rib. Give me somewhere they got some red meat. With the moose still hard, almost just barely not gone from it. I know some of you like to eat well done. I'll give you my shoe afterwards. Amen. Here you go. Right there. There you go. Jesus. Amen. Help them, Lord. Help them. Somebody needs to change around him. Glory be to God. Do that. That animal done gave its life. He done ruined it. Anyhow. Last one. You ready? Training for ruling and reigning. Listen. Willing and obedient to be trained by God. Training for ruling and reigning. Under the thunder. Entering a new dimension. Of training. Here's the bottom line with it. Found faithful in a and with a little requirement and made ruler over much as the reward. Proverbs 16.32 says this. He that is patient is better than a mighty man and he that subdues or rules himself. One translation says rules his spirit. He that rules himself than he that is better than he that seizes a city can't take a city if you can't rule yourself. Got to get some God rule folks in here. So that God can rule and reign in this and bring kingdom in our city. And people can have an opportunity to see clearly the difference between the dumb stuff and the, and the real stuff. In and through our lives. Amen. I will, Lord, thank you. Oh. Uh, he that subdues or rules himself better than he that seizes a city or he that taketh the city. Amen. Uh, guys are going to come and, we're, and uh, serve uh, folks here. Um, I want to read a, a last chapter, um, a parting uh, verse for us. Hebrews, the 12th chapter. And I'm going to read that out of the Amplified Bible. And if you will, everybody just uh, take the elements and hold it until we'll, we'll do it all together, if that would be all right. Um, and this is good and proper. You know, 2018 is a journey, isn't it? It's going to have destinations. It's going to have happenings. It's going to have all the details. It's going to have the landscape, the people, the places, people, and things, all of those wonderful things uh, from God. But it's a journey. And it's one that we're going to do with Jesus, but we're also going to do with one another. And God, uh, when he brought them out, when he was taking them from one place and bringing them to another place, uh, he marked that with, uh, uh, with what we know and celebrate now as a Passover or, or in the New Testament, taking of communion. 
Amen. The blood of the lamb and unleavened bread, all of these uh, things. So we're going to mark this today with this. Hebrews 12 and 1 says, Therefore then, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses who have borne testimony to the truth, let us strip off. Now he's talking about, this is, is connecting 11 and 12. So he's talking about people that live by faith. Live by faith. Amen. The life of faith is an adventure. It's a fight, the Bible says. It's a struggle. And it's required. Amen. Not faith in you or in ourselves, but faith in God. And so he's going to stretch us out and require more of us. Things that we feel like are impossible to do. But I'm going to bring an all measure that all things are possible with God. Amen. And you know, then when somebody challenges you, 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 you know, I mean, Miss Sandy's my greatest uh, critiquer. Sometimes she's critical, but most times she critiques me. And yesterday we were saying, I said, you know, what I can't take in this situation about you is thus and so. She goes, don't even go there, brother. <laughs> and you know, thank you, sir. And you know, she was right. I just, you know, when you're wrong and you're caught, you just say, you know, that's the truth. I'm believing God to change. I admit it. I can't quit it till I admit it. All right, I can't change what I'm not willing to confront. Sometimes, sometimes what's being, what I'm having to confront is what I'm being confronted with. Anyhow, Hebrews, uh, so we have folks are watching, God's watching, angels are watching. These people that have done it before us are watching. Amen. It says, they have borne the testimony to the truth. Let us strip off and throw aside every encumbrance, unnecessary weight, and that sin which so readily, deftly, and cleverly clings to and entangles us. And let us run with patient endurance and steady and active persistence the appointed course of the race that is set before us. There, these are eight-mile markers. For, for all practical purposes, it's an eight-mile run this year. Amen. Sometimes eight miles can take a while, depending on the traffic conditions and all that kind of stuff. But God wants to bring us further, doesn't He? Do you believe that? Aren't you hopeful of that? Wonderful new year. But aren't you glad that if God didn't care about us, He wouldn't give us any instruction? Remember, it's, you know, it's either just a suggestion or a command. You take it for whatever it's worth. You know, It will work for you if you work with it. If you believe it and receive it as a word from God or just say, you know that pastor, he's a likable cuss most of the time. But I'm going to tell you what now. Some of what he says, be careful of dismissing some of what we say because eventually what's going to happen is you'll dismiss all of it. And then what winds up happening is that we won't be able to walk together anymore and God will have to take you somewhere where you can believe and receive his word amen we've been a long ways together you know Sandy and I would take trips together you know and they would be long and everything we would just drive straight on through and you know in the morning when you're tired and you're ugly and you've been sleeping in the car and your breath stinks and the baby pooped your diaper and all that kind of stuff, you know, familiarity can breed contempt, can it? One thing about pastors is that 
you know, we're not just passing through, we're here. And we're here pretty consistently. And, and sometimes we just keep saying, like my mama used to say, shut the door, shut the door, shut the door, shut the door. What are you, raised in the barn? Of course we were raised in the barn, but you still go to shut the door. You know how we learn? No, seriously, you know how we learn? We learn by things being repeated over and over and over again. Uh, Pastor Peter said, I don't mind repeating myself because after all, it bears repeating. <laughs> this bears repeating, amen. All right. I'm ready to run. I'm not just going to run. I'm going to run to win. I'm going to finish the course that's set before me. All of these are mine. I believe them and receive them, and I want the all measure uh, of those things. I want that for you, too, but I found out that my want to cannot overcompensate for your lack of want to for your own self. Everybody has to want to themselves. Nobody has to. Amen. I want to go, and I hope that you'll go with me. Amen. Follow us as we follow the Lord we're not ashamed of the walk that we have we're not perfect by any means that's not what God asked for we did ask for a perfect heart and a heart that's after him amen and if you uh, if you sin be quick to get rid of it lay it aside lay aside the stuff that encumbers you amen there may be some stuff that's hindering you and it's it's because you brought it in your own suitcase Amen. You won't need it where you're going. Hallelujah. You just need, you know, one of those little, um, uh, what is it, a carry-on. One change of clothes will get you there. That's the truth. Well, I don't know about that. Now I got all this stuff. It's like, you know, what if God's got better stuff? See, there's the trade-off, you know. I'm going to leave the good stuff, and it's been good. 2017's been good. God's been good. You know, it's all been good, but there's better. And I'm just going to leave the good in order to have the better. Amen. Amen. How many of you ever took an empty suitcase to where you're going so you could expect it to get better stuff there? Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.